0: Today is Friday, January 13th, 2023. Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned special counsel to investigate Joe Biden for possession of classified documents after a third stash found. Are Democrats getting ready to ditch Joe? And Congressman Matt Gates joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Are they getting ready to ditch Obama? Actually, it is Obama. After all, this is Obama's third term. And so I want to present to you an idea before we get into the news today. An idea here. Let us ruminate on something that I've been thinking about for a while. What if the same people who hate Donald Trump and acted to use all federal law agencies and all power institutionally inside of their control and in their capture, what if those same people hate Joe Biden? What if they hate them equally? What if Joe Biden and Donald Trump are the same things to them, which are disposable politicians who can be cast aside for the true power structure here in America. What if the battle in this country is actually not against red or blue? What if the battle isn't against black or white? What if the battle isn't against rich or poor, north or south, east or west? What if all of these fake aggressions and these fake agitations that are created inside of a society by... One group of people are meant to simply divide us and to keep us occupied with bread and circuses while they themselves get rich and are the true enemies of this nation. What if there is a government wholly outside of democratic control, a government over our government, the real government? What if the true battle is against the elites? And what if those elites believe that they are far more powerful than our founding documents, than our founding principles? Then you, of course, then we, the people, the first line of the Declaration of Independence. What if those people laugh at the line in the Declaration of Independence that says when a government doesn't serve its people, it's the people's right to get rid of that government? What if the real government in America is actually an oligarchy of powerful interests who are able to dispose of Joe Biden the same way they're able to dispose of Donald Trump? When a leader becomes inconvenient, they just do away with them. If that leader gets out of line, well, (laughs) you know what happens. Everyone's been following Tucker Carlson's reporting on John F. Kennedy. Again, I posit to you, what if the same interests that hate Donald Trump also hate Joe Biden for the exact same reasons, and they'll treat both men the exact same, which is to say that they are just throwaway items, a laughable, mirage for you, the American people, to think that you have any power at all. You don't. You thought that you elected Joe Biden. (laughs) Okay. And that you elected Donald Trump. Hmm. I mean, clearly a glitch in the matrix there, but they made sure that that'll never happen again. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I am simply asking questions here. And as we look at what's happening to Joe Biden, it's becoming very, very clear that when Joe Biden shot his mouth off, as he tends to do. Late last year, it was like December 23rd, Joe Biden shot his mouth off at the press saying, I'm going to run in 24. (laughs) Uh, That signed his signature political death warrant because he was doing what the real government didn't want him to do. The same government that was able to flip Nixon out of office, the same government that was able to get rid of that John Kennedy problem, the same government that was able to essentially create itself in World War II, was able to cobble together a black box secrecy that is so terrifying that every politician who comes to Washington immediately grovels at its throne. That government, that government sees Joe Biden and Donald Trump as the same things, play things a mirage for you, the people, and they're going to get rid of Joe Biden, same way they're gonna get rid of Donald Trump or anyone else who, who becomes inconvenient to them. They're just going to use lawfare and their own little rules and their own little tricks to torture the man to death. And then they're going to stick the dogs on him. Who's the real president right now? Probably Barack Obama, but more importantly, the interest that Barack Obama oversees. And Barack Obama, not a not a very nostalgic man and not a very high thinker of Joe Biden. It almost makes you feel bad for the guy. They take a man who's clearly a moron, who's clearly lost all of his mental faculties, who doesn't know where he is, who doesn't know why he's waking up inside of an oval shaped office every single day, speaks to a house plant, calls it Jill Biden, dressed the same. Ladies and gentlemen, most horrifying headline to come out of this week is that Bed, Bath & Beyond is uh, completely broke. They're bankrupt. So where will Jill Biden get her dresses? It's a good question. The shower curtain section, hardest hit at Bed, Bath & Beyond. But I digress here, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening here is they've lost their usefulness for Joe Biden, the real government. And so they're casting him aside. It's a little painful, but we can't say that we don't love drinking these delicious tears along with you. And so let us uh, revel a little bit and Joe Biden getting the business from the same people who gave Trump the business and you the business. And then of course, let's uh, coalesce around who the real enemy of America is. Yesterday, a special counsel was appointed to investigate Joe Biden after discovering the third tranche of top secret documents stashed away. Where? Well, inside of Joe Biden's garage. That's right. No longer in the Penn Biden center with the, uh, meticulous Chinese janitors coming in every night, looking at the second drawer from the left with their little flashlights. No, 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 no. This one has uh, uh, all the markings of a plant. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it. It's, it's 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 Obama who packed these boxes. It's the Obama administration that packed up these boxes for Joe. I even the dumbest members of Congress. Like it's amazing how m- being a moron can actually like give you clarity in certain moments. Right. Like being a moron could actually like bring this sort of like uh, very simplistic uh, uh, childlike worldview to bear in moments like these. Some of the dumbest members of Congress being like, was this stuff planted? Was this planted for Joe Biden? Yeah, probably. But not by Trump. (laughs) You think Trump has any power to do this? By Obama. And now Joe Biden gets the special counsel treatment because this was this was always going to happen. Watch.
1: Earlier today, I saw I signed an order appointing Robert, Hur a special counsel for the matter. I've just described the document authorizes him to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. The special counsel will not be subject to the day to day supervision of any official of the department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures and policies of the department. Mr. Herr has a long and distinguished career as a prosecutor.
0: So special counsel. Who's the special counsel? (laughs) We looked into this. It's James Comey's favorite person. Someone who studied under James Comey, a guy named Robert Herr. This guy, while appointed by Trump, is like as swampy as they come. Again, there is a super government that lives above our government and totally and wholly outside of democratic control. These people are able to do away with presidents anytime they want to. And you can see that Nixon, Kennedy, anyone who threatens them, they just toss them aside. It's very simple. Anyone who doesn't play the game or anyone who becomes inconvenient, they just discard like a big, like a a quarter pounder box. Chuck it out the window. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what they're doing to Joe Biden here who packed the boxes inside of joe biden's garage it wasn't joe biden (laughs) i used to think that joe biden was the mistake you make here is thinking that joe biden's some type of criminal mastermind he's not joe biden ain't in charge joe biden ain't in charge of his own breakfast this morning joe biden can't remember what he had for dinner last night joe biden's talking to the shower curtain thinking that it's joe biden wearing a dress joe biden doesn't know anything these guys he he's being set up He's being set up to make way for the new generation who's not as doddering, dementia riddled or as cancerous. And we say that metaphorically and literally. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. How was 2022 on your finances? Probably not great. And it's not your fault. Our government is spending way too much money and giving that money to the dumbest people. People, they passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus package on Christmas Eve just to spite you, to insult you, and to tell you that they don't care about you. So maybe this is the year that you should start caring about your savings and securing your financial goals. When you've finally had enough of the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirements, you should diversify into gold. Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by our leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes, and here's the great news. You can get in now. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account today. Birch Gold makes it so easy to convert your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Benny to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals Birch Gold can help you. Text BENNY to 989898 today and go gold in the new year 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, uh they're getting they're they're shoving Joe Biden out of the way. The third discovery happened yesterday and it'll keep happening. Here's the news
1: here. Jonathan, our team just got up the phone with a senior official at the Department of Justice uh, weighing in on this point um, that we appear to be able to confirm that that is correct, that a third discovery uh, was a single document. According to this official to Fox News, the DOJ, DOJ just found out about that one this morning, and it was found at his residence.
0: Ever heard of death by a thousand cuts? Old Chinese torture, right? Vietnamese torture death by a thousand cuts. Boom, 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 boom. They'll keep finding documents. They'll find more documents today. Mark my words. They'll find more documents today. They'll keep finding documents. A third discovery. Now, the second discovery was at Joe Biden's private residence in his house, in his garage there. This is the act of humiliation. Okay. so they're trying to get Joe Biden to drop out in 24. Now, we started this week off with a report that Joe Biden is planning on running in 24. He's going to announce soon. And so this is all happening in coordination, very special coordination, to put maximum pressure on Joe Biden to ensure that he does not run for president in 24. Now, why would they put the documents in his house? Well, because his house is a giant mansion. Look at that. That's Joe Biden's house. Is that Scranton Joe? Joe Biden doesn't like the fact that you can see this image right now. They're very upset. The old Scranton scrapper is what they call Joe. They call him lunch Pail Joe. Joe Biden does a lot of speeches where he talks about how little money he has or how he's never owned a stock or a bond. Yeah, right. Does that look like a house of a poor man? That's where the Bidens stashed their documents or had the documents stashed for them. Here's the Zillow of that house. This is publicly available information, by the way. Absolutely, we got the the, uh, information off of Hunter Biden's driver's license. And we'll get to that in just a second. Why would Hunter Biden's driver's license have this house on it (laughs) wait till you see these documents that we've uncovered you're gonna love this this is Joe Biden's house 1.3 million dollar house 1.4 million dollars right look at that man monthly rent eight thousand dollars a month whoa check it out three bedrooms four and a half baths why so many baths (laughs) why so many bathrooms why does Joe Biden's house have nearly two more bathrooms than it has bedrooms Interesting query there, Joe Biden's ba- uh, Joe Biden's ba- uh, bathroom bathroom uh, problems. Very famous, seven thousand square foot mansion. Whoa! Now they are humiliating him. What they're doing is they are doing death by thousand cuts. So they're going to leak the stories. You will never be able to get ahead of the story. They're going to leak the story. Then they're going to humiliate him by presenting his wealth and his uh, deep an abiding usury, parasitic usury of the American political system to you. They're going to start exposing Joe Biden's wealth and embarrassing him in front of all of us. That's what's going on here. That's Joe Biden's house. Joe Biden has a Corvette at that house, prized Corvette. It's his favorite little thing. It's very expensive. We looked at the price. I mean, these are are six-figure vehicles, six-figure vehicles, these old Corvettes. I mean, these are very, very pricey. Um, Joe Biden kept his top secret documents next to his Corvette. This answer by this question by Peter Ducey yesterday is absolutely breathtaking. We covered it live on the air and having being, being given like a little bit of time to ponder it. Whoa. Way to go, Peter Ducey. Because by asking about Joe Biden's Corvette, what he's doing is he's getting up inside of that dementia brain and triggering the l- little happy thoughts that exist up there and throwing Joe Biden off his game because Joe Biden had this very carefully crafted, his lawyers gave him a very carefully crafted statement here because Joe Biden's just trying to stay alive. He's just treading water. And by asking him about his Corvette, he made Joe Biden make the case that he keeps his top secret documents in a garage? (laughs) What? It's so beautiful. Watch. Classified classified
2: material. Next year, Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me... uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people. and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway... Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know... I take classified documents and classified materials seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Pen. Th- this was done in the case of the Biden penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately cl- uh, uh, no- notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see. We're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Oh, oh, you dirty dog, you dirty dog, Peter Deucey, the dirty dog. You did it. You took advantage of this old dementia man. And by the way, we didn't put old dementia man in the office. You did. Go ask your elder relative, go to any nursing home right now and find a 90 year old. Joe Biden's practically a 90 year old, right? Joe Biden's in his 80s and ask them about Pearl Harbor. Go ask him about the killing of JFK. Go ask them about something seminal in their life, maybe a football game that they attended or something. If it's something that's like deeply held nostalgia, core memory, then they'll be able to like stare off into the sunset, glassy eyed and like tell you, recall every moment like with vivid uh, recollection because that's how the human brain works. And so what Peter Ducey was doing there, the mastery of it, the mastery, the brilliance of it. He's taking the Corvette, that Joe Biden, no matter how much brain fog he has, no matter how much sundown syndrome he has, Joe Biden still loves that Corvette. Doesn't matter. It's a core memory for Joe Biden. He really cares about that car. And he's conflating them, throwing Joe Biden off his game and making Joe Biden make the case that a locked garage is good enough for classified documents. Whoa. I mean, whoa. And then Joe Biden could barely get through that statement. The brilliance of Peter Deuce the mastery of it, huge ups. Huge ups to Peter. So what that did was create a conflation between a locked garage and a skiff, which is where Donald Trump had his classified documents. Donald Trump was keeping his documents in a very secure facility, a facility that's like Fort Knox, practically. You ever tried to get into Mar-a-Lago? Have you ever been to Mar-a-Lago? Man, dude, there are so many layers of security getting into Mar-a-Lago. It is similar to going into the White House. That's the equivalent is going into the Mar-a-Lago is like going into the White House. The amount of names, lists, checks, IDs, guns in your face. Mar-a-Lago is like it's incredibly scary. Joe Biden's garage, not so much, especially when you can look through old videos that Joe Biden posted himself. This is, again, part of a humiliation tactic to get Joe Biden to not run. This is a coup that is being staged against Joe Biden. You can see these videos that were made. Maybe were they made with the intention of showing the inside of Joe Biden's garage? Watch.
2: I like to drive. I used to think I was a pretty good driver. I'm looking forward, if it's true, to driving one, that they're making an electric Corvette and go 200 miles an hour. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. (laughs) So I'm excited about it. Look
0: at that. There it is. That's the inside. That's what that's the classified. That's what classified skiffs look like. By the way, you go into the dark halls of the CIA. You ask like about the assassinations of Castro and things. And that's what that's what it'll look like. They'll be like, oh, yeah, the nuclear codes. Let's see. It's next to this lampshade. It's next to this old diploma. It's in a cardboard box. This is what the president's daily briefing looks like. The Lampshade. That lampshade, of course, um, recently worn by Joe Biden getting off Air Force One. Very, very beautiful piece of fashion there. That's what the inside of Joe Biden's. (laughs) They're doing this to humiliate him and it works. The memes that have been created about this have been delicioso. Check this out, Joe Biden meme Corvette garage sale classified documents. Garage sale at the Biden's house. <laughs> it keeps going. Joe Biden's garage, top secret classified documents. Yep, somebody's got a Bugatti at a trailer park. Uh, what do we got here? Jill Biden cooking. <laughs> Joe Biden cooking up classified documents. Burn them. <laughs> oh yeah, here's Joe Biden and Jay Leno. <laughs> drive it away (laughs) oh what else we got here dude where's my car (laughs) it's classified documents in the back with hunter biden there now why would hunter biden be in this meme very curious maybe is it because hunter biden had access to this house is it because hunter biden listed this house as his home in multiple official federal documents no it couldn't be It couldn't be that that garage where the classified documents are stolen actually belongs to Hunter Biden, the largest single walking national security threat in American history. It couldn't be. But it is. Oh, yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'll throw to my dear friend and buddy, Jesse Waters, who has, oh, such breathless coverage of Hunter's house. Actually, this is Hunter Biden's house. Watch.
2: We know Hunter had access to Biden's garage, though. My two sons, Bo's passed away, and my son, Hunter, they decided as a Christmas gift to have the engine rebuilt for me. Plus, Hunter signed off on his gun permit, claiming he owned Joe's
1: house. That's right. Hunter owned that garage. If Hunter was bringing strippers and crackheads into the Georgetown office, the big guy was supposed to share with their Chinese business partner, Mr. Dong, imagine the kind of people Hunter was bringing into Joe's house. Mom and dad are at the beach house. Hunter's throwing ragers with pros, foreign ones probably. Did he bring his little fang-fang there, Jackie Bao? She was working for Joe's campaign, remember, doing some oppo research? Did Hunter bring Patrick Ho to Joe's house? Hunter passes out on the couch and wakes up Ho stuffing classified docs down his pants like Sandy Burglar. Now, we don't know who visited Joe's property in Delaware. The White House won't release the visitor logs. Joe spent a lot of time at the presidency in Delaware. Basically, I don't know, a third, half. He's been in Delaware surrounded by boxes of classified docs with Chinese fingerprints probably all over them. How many contractors do you think? How many staff members have just been waltzing across Joe's garage? How many foreign guests has Joe had over in Delaware since he's been in office? Are we going to release the logs?
0: Do the Chinese name these people to, like, Get a headline. Mr. Dong. Mr. Dong is actually the name of Hunter's Chinese business partner. This is true. Fang Fang Bang Bang is actually the name of Eric Swalwell's mistress. That's her name. That's what's on, like, documents. Fang Fang Bang Bang. Are the Chinese, are they just laughing at us? They writing this stuff inside of uh, fortune cookies? Sending it over? They think this is hilarious. This is hysterical. Hunter Biden did, by the way, have a um, like some type of Chinese girlfriend spy working on his staff and on the staff of Joe Biden's campaign. You can see that in official documents. The other official documents you can see is Hunter Biden's gun application. Check this out. This is the real application for Hunter Biden. We have blacked out the actual, you know, we blacked out the actual addresses. But here they are. You notice something? Hunter Biden lists his home address and his house as Joe, as that Wilmington house where the classified documents are. Huh? What? So Hunter Biden says that that's his home, that that big mansion on the lake or on the water or on the ocean or whatever. I I don't know. I'm not rich enough or fancy enough to ever live in a neighborhood like that. But Hunter, Hunter Joe Biden sure has a one point five million dollar house in this neighborhood. Uh. Hunter Biden says it's his house, not just in one document, in two. Check this out. Here's Hunter Biden's driver's license. Hunter Biden's driver's license. You can see that the Barley Mill Road address, which is the address of that um, giant mansion that Joe Biden, oh, old old middle-class scrapper Joe never owned a stock. Uh, Hunter Biden lists that as his home. That's apparently Hunter Biden's house. And that's also where all the classified documents were. Huh? <laughs> Wait, huh? OK, so, I mean, legitimately, Hunter Biden is a, a living, walking, true threat to national security. And his business partners are, I mean, directly from the Communist Party of China. And he's definitely having like um, celebration of Chinese New Year over there, as Jesse Waters said, passing out on the couch. And then the janitors show up to go clean out the garage. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be uh, Stevie Wonder to see what's going on here. This is a setup. This is a coup d'etat. They are doing this to humiliate Joe Biden, to get him to, to essentially leverage him into not running for president again. And the dumbest members of Congress, including a member of Congress that thought that Guam was an island that could tip over in the ocean, Hank Johnson of Georgia, saying just that. It's amazing how stupidity and being a moron Gives you sort of clar- clarity in these moments, right? It's all—it's always that, like this in the horror movie. The dumb character is like, "What? If the power's out, why don't we flip the red switch?" And like, that actually is the thing that like turns on the lights. The dumbest people have clarity in these moments, and Hank Johnson, who is the stupidest member of Congress, I think, arguably, uh, had this to say: No, they planted these documents on Biden. Watch.
2: My response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of uh, of uh, Joseph Biden uh, you know I mean there's so much that needs to be um, investigated and um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated but I'm suspicious of the timing of it I'm I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people people Places and things can be planted um, or things things can be planted in places uh, and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here i'm not ruling that out, but i don't i'm I'm open in terms of the investigation needs to be investigated. <laughs>
0: What do they say? Out of the mouths of babes. All right. It's ima- the the, cl- the clarity of having low and a low IQ. Sometimes it is truly a gift, a gift from God, something that is definitely not a gift from God. And I will I don't pray for cancelings on this show, but man, the world will be a better place when the view goes off the air. The witch's brew of the view was clucking yesterday. They were hens a clucking and they weren't laying any eggs. I mean, they could probably make a profit if they did that these days, but The clucking hens of the view were saying, this is Trump. It's Donald Trump doing this. (laughs) As though, like, it's Donald Trump running everything right now from Mar-a-Lago inside of his secret, its secret cavern, his bat cave. He's punching the buttons and directing the deep state himself. Ha ha. Orange man. Watch the view. Cluck.
3: You know what I think? I've never seen a a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close to getting him, somehow these documents appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He is wrong. Well, let's find
4: find out what this is first. Again, Mm, one of the things that gets me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific way. I don't want to see that. I want to see... Someone explained to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if
3: stuff is missing... I know it's Does this messy. Does it feel like Oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It's I, not. I
4: mean, it did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry. But not not now. Because one of the things one of the things he's saying is that you know some of these some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see, have gotten see. taken and put.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh. Ah, serenity now, please. Meditation, Buddhist meditation, Joy Behar. You know what I think? I think it's the Republicans. It's gotta be Donald Trump. You know, the the security camera at Joe Biden's house, they caught him, a big orange man, sneaking in like Bigfoot, putting Kim Jong-un love letters in Biden's garage. Well, how was he able to get in that garage? I thought it was locked. I don't know, don't ask questions. Oh, man. Oh, can you get dumber? Can you get more painful? Can you get a lady on camera more painful than the view? Yes, you can, actually. And we have that. Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday was subject to the D-Day of White House press briefings, (laughs) Saving Private Ryan. This is what Saving Private Ryan. But it wasn't like a one, a landing craft of like a bunch of a bunch of dudes. Right. In France, it was Karine Jean-Pierre alone. Having to navigate the bombshell and total and complete blood bla- bloodbath slaughterhouse of questions coming from everyone yesterday. It's normally just Peter Doocy coming from everyone yesterday at the White House. It was glorious. Karine Jean-Pierre absolutely destroyed over White House transparency. Remember, they keep bragging that it was the most transparent administration in American history. cringing pierre looking down at her notes harder than ever. Watch.
3: Do you acknowledge that the fact that the White House did not reveal this to the public, despite the fact that you've known about it for months, undercuts the president's promise of being transparent with the American people? But, we, but here's the thing: they were transparent. Not there was people. there there was transparency in doing what you're supposed to do when these when these items were discovered. Not with the American people. Look. We, I am here standing in front of you answering these questions, right? The president took two questions this week on this. You've heard, wait, let me just answer. You've heard from the White House counsel who put out multiple statements on this. And so, again, this is an ongoing process. Uh, we want to respect the process. Uh, and we have laid out very clearly what occurred. Uh, and, uh, again, don't want to get ahead of this, the department of justice, you, you all can, uh, we'll, we'll get your, your questions answered, uh, from them during, uh, during this, uh, during this time. And so I would just refer you to the department of justice. And now, as you all know, there's a special counsel deal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is turning into Baghdad, Bob. You remember that we are winning the war. We are winning the war against America. American troops, there's an explosion behind him. The American troops are not in Baghdad. Joe Biden, Joe Biden has no more files. Are there more files? Cringing Pierre was asked directly to her face. Remember, she's the voice of the president. She was asked, uh, Are we going to find more classified documents? She had this to say.
1: In the statement from the special counsel that the second set of documents that the lawyers have completed the ongoing review by the president's legal, uh, team last night. Does that mean there are no other locations where documents could be stored? There's no other search underway at this moment in time for documents from the vice president's time?
3: So as, uh, as I'm just gonna, again, that, that statement pretty much lays, it lays that, da- lays it out that, uh, they, um, they have, uh, as part as the lawyers, they look through the places where documents could have been uh, stored and the counsel's office released a statement uh, uh, on that. Now it is in the hands of the special counsel.
0: So we should assume that, it, that it's been
3: completed. It, it, you should assume that it's been completed, yes.
0: So Shakespeare says that the eyes are the window to the soul. We talk about this a lot at this company. So that's why on our cover images, you'll always see big, big eyes, right? Uh, you'll never see cringing Pierre's eyes because The way that she does a press conference is like this. You'll see the top of her head. I'm the world's expert. You could, you know, blindfold me and wake me up in the middle of the night and I'd be able to draw the top of Corrine Jean-Pierre's head. We watched so many of these. She's just gonna read. She's gonna read because she's terrified of what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is Peter Doocy is about to ask her a question as it pertains to the end of Joe Biden watch. Uh, Thank you, Corrine. Another one on garage gate. What is the White House trying to hide?
3: Nothing. Someone
0: gave the president
5: a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete, at best, misleading, at worst, who?
3: So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said. He said that he he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. That's what he said. He said that he did not know that the, the records were there. He does not know what's in them. He said that. You heard from him directly on this. And his team has been cooperating fully, fully. And not only that, again, I'll say this. The attorney general said this himself, that he heard from the team shortly after. So we have laid out, laid out uh, what has occurred here. You've heard from the White House counsel. Uh, I just read the statement uh, from, uh, from his lawyer. And again, uh, you know, we take this very seriously and the president's does as well. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes, 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 never good. It's never good when you lose your cool. It's never good when you are speaking on behalf of the president, you lose your pool. Cool. This is why we call her cringe Jean Pierre. Now, she's now known as cringe Jean Pierre and Peter Ducey Marketing this as garage gate is wonderful. Man, this man is this man is delivering excellence every single day. Garage gate. It's perfect. Peter Ducey asking the final and most important question, which is who had access to these documents? Where are the visitors logs? You know, Joe Biden spends half of his presidency on vacation at this residence, hoarding these top secret documents. Uh, Who had access to them? Where were the visitors logs? This is, of course, a very important question. And this is the one this is the one where KJP was officially and completely destroyed. And we're going to ask Matt Gates about this in just a moment. He'll be joining us in just a few seconds here. Check this out. This is, of course, getting to the meat and potatoes of this issue. Watch. When will the White House release a log of visitors to the Wilmington House? You know,
3: um, Peter, you've asked this question, or as your colleagues have asked this question before, let's not forget uh, what we did here in this White House. We instituted something that the last administration got rid of, which is putting out the White House, uh, putting uh, making sure that there was a White House log, extensive White House log. So the American I mean, people the got to in say— … in-house where again, there is potentially again, unsecured, well, classified again, material. Again, I am telling you, we did something that the last administration got rid of, which is instituting the White House logs. Uh, did you ask the last administration why they got rid of the White House laws? Okay, let's go. okay let's go. Let's go. Well, well we did Fox did. Had go ahead. Go ahead. Country. Go ahead.
0: We have the records for the Delaware residents.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I was calling the gentleman who wanted to ask a question that was not related to this. Go ahead. It's
1: great. I appreciate it. I know I'm a little behind the news cycle here, but I want to go back to yesterday's uh, op-ed from the
2: president on big tech regulation. Um, in Washington state, we've got... Uh,
0: Okay, saying that was a dumpster fire is a total insult to the large metal containers behind a McDonald's that are on fire. cringing Jean-Pierre, in not answering Peter Ducey's questions, also said that she knows that she plants questions around the room. Did you hear that at the very end? cringing Jean-Pierre going, I'm going to call on the guy who's not going to ask about this. How did you know what he's going to ask? I thought this was a press conference. Isn't the point of a press conference that the press asks questions? Cringing Pierre, knowing which questions are going to be asked, she, she's in such pure meltdown panic mode that she is giving up the game, that she plants questions inside of the press room. And more importantly, she's terrified of the new sweet gavels that Republicans have in the House of Representatives and one of the biggest firebrands inside of the House of Representatives. Matt Gates, will join us now to talk about this issue in depth. Matt Gates joins the program now. Oh, Matt, this is just a delicious news cycle. Thank you so much for being on the show. We always book our guests ahead of time, and sometimes we hope there's like some really good news and some something juicy and red meaty to talk about in the morning. Our cup runneth over, Matt.
6: The the Hank Johnson clip I had not seen before, and I'm watching this thinking like, this guy definitely doesn't think OJ did it. You know what <laughs> I mean? It was planted. It was planted at Joe Biden's garage. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Benny. Back in September when the left was trying to make us look like a third world country by enveloping us in this you know archivist dispute with Donald Trump i thought don't we have better things to be talking about than this and isn't this pretty embarrassing for our country so like i'm not like the hottest under the collar over the notion that probably every single library in the country of a former president or vice president is out of some sort of technical compliance with the records act or the archivist act and in a way this is probably the best scandal Joe Biden could be in because it allows Merrick Garland to appoint this special counsel. It resolves that we're not going to go after Joe Biden or Donald Trump over an archivist matter. And now we're talking about this instead of the fact that purchasing power for our americans is being depleted. we've got a debt limit vote coming up where already republicans and democrats are working together on the hill so that we don't have to cut spending. the border is a disaster and, you know, so i i, I the double standard was like fully on display and i guess what you have got to ask yourself is if you're one of the people in the white house that knew this for months You had to have some level of depravity to watch congressional Democrats just like swallow the hook over and over and over on the Trump thing because they knew that Biden had the same problem. And they allowed, you know, the like Jamie Raskins of the world to go out there and act like it was the greatest scandal on the planet Earth that President Trump had taken some documents that, you know, there's, I guess, factual dispute about whether or not he declassified back to Mar-a-Lago. So I don't know. I just – That was an embarrassing display for the White House press secretary, but largely because they set themselves up to face the hypocrisy charge.
0: I mean, my contention is that this is just lawfare, that this is just espionage, and they are just trying to push Joe Biden out. Joe Biden has worn out his usefulness, and they are attempting to get him to not run in 2024, and they are just simply going to leverage by a thousand cuts to say uh, you better stop it, pal.
6: That's a, that's an interesting theory because a lot of people in Biden world are feeling more bullish than they had in the past. They've got Mitch McConnell. Maybe Mitch McConnell will be the running mate. They're out there, you know. <laughs> maybe they get rid of Kamala and it's like why not Biden and Mitch running around like cutting ribbons on bridges. Uh, you know, so <laughs> they they believe that Biden has an ability to kind of uh move to the center. You saw that with him at least going to the border. And you you saw all of the like, you know, La Raza crowd and the a real radical pro-illegal immigration activists go nuts over the fact that, you know, Biden wasn't down there, you know, spinning the turnstile and maybe it's a, maybe it's attack to the center and uh, who would set him up then? Would it be like the, the K hive under your theory? So, you know, in
0: my, in my theory that they're like, they need to clear the field, For someone else, is it going to be Michelle Obama? Is it going to be Gavin Newsom? That they're a little, they're very worried about 2024, and they know that they they used every tool in their capacity to stave off the red wave that should have happened in 22. And if we would had competent Republican leadership, it would have happened in 2022. And that's something I want to touch on in just a moment. Yeah, yeah, I Uh, don't
6: give the Dems all the credit for that. I don't give them the the credit for that. We had so many self inflicted wounds. The Democrats did everything they possibly could do to give this last election to us they crashed the economy and they were doing like unspeakably weird things uh in schools and in corporate boardrooms like all over as people couldn't afford gas or eggs and yet we had a circular firing squad. And that's why like this deal that we got with Speaker McCarthy is so important because people like Caroline Levitt, who had a primary in September, faced millions of dollars in special interest attacks from Republicans. She wins the nomination, but then is unable to reconstitute the Republican base to get into Congress. Joe Kent, an August primary goes and, you know, wins, but against a whole lot of establishment money. And then, he felt, I mean, just a hair short, and those two races alone would increase our, you know, four-vote margin by fifty percent if right. we just uh, made some strong choices there. So I think that uh, we need a, a better focus as Republicans, and I think this deal that we got with McCarthy allows the policy matters like balanced budgets, the border, ending the COVID national emergency, uh, term limits, to rise to the top of the discussion, and it. Defangs some of the worst elements of the establishment that would hunt populists that would otherwise be energetic representatives.
0: So let's re- let's return to I'll return to oversight in just a moment. But since we're talking about the speaker's race, and since that just wrapped up in the small hours of the evening last Saturday, it hasn't even been a week. Uh, we got to touch on this because this is the most this is the most v- viral and contentious and fascinating speaker's race in American history, inarguably. Um, a couple things here. One, could it have been settled better in the octagon uh, with you um, and with uh, Representative Rogers?
6: I don't know. Uh, no, I am a lover, not a fighter, so I, I have no interest in physical violence. Uh, look, they. What's crazy about all that is that, like that, that's how friends and colleagues can sometimes even feel like comfortable enough with somebody to, you know, get in your face or let you know. How they're thinking, but because of the limited camera angles that are allowed, that stuff goes on and you never see it. So it wasn't like you uni- need a unique dynamic on the floor; it was just unique that the American people got to watch. And that's why now I've introduced an amendment to the rules so that we can go back and allow those cameras to capture all of those moments. Right? I mean, there was a moment where I was talking to Pramila Jayapal, so the the press got all excited and people were asking, well, what were the two of you talking about? We were talking about uh, different things we could work on legislatively to break up big tech. And I think that if we had uh, more of that access, you would see moments from that that speaker's battle uh, emerge in legislative context. What were you speaking with AOC about, Gastos? I was talking to AOC about how many Democrats were going to be there for the next vote, because my point of leverage was that the batch of Republicans who were not going to support Kevin McCarthy at the time, what was sufficient It was a critical mass, uh, given the requirement that the speaker have fifty percent plus one. There was some concern at sometimes there were some rumors put out that the Democrats would functionally drain the denominator if mm-hmm. twenty or thirty or fifty of them didn't come and vote, and that would have changed the decision calculus for the moves that we made so I was checking in with AOC to make sure that. All of them were going to be there in their seats. And uh, she 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 worked to ensure that was the case. Okay,
0: (laughs) so many viral moments. It was actually hard to keep up, especially for my team, which uh, which posits itself as the the best viral repository for moments like this. Can you please explain what it was that finally flipped in
6: the 15th vote? Well, we got assurances that the rules were going to pass. You see. During the 14th vote, uh, one of the members of Congress on the Republican side tweeted out that he wasn't going to vote for these rules that we had negotiated so hard for and that had the accountability measures to ensure that all of the commitments from the policy commitments to the personnel commitments to the procedural commitments to even the commitments on things like releasing the 14,000 hours of January 6 footage, all of those had to be enforced by mechanisms that were in the rules. And so I didn't want to fall for a pig in a poke where – McCarthy ascended to the speakership and then the rules that we had worked so hard went down in the very next vote. So it took yeah. just one extra round to get the ink dry and ensure, ensure that we all were in the same canoe. And now, I mean, the, the speaker is stronger than I think he ever would have been otherwise, because he could, when he goes and meets with Mitch McConnell, he could say, look, you better not send me some big omnibus piece of spending legislation that's thousands of pages that you want me to jam through in a day. The House rules don't allow it. We have a 72 hour rule to read the legislation. Everything has to comport to a single subject. Amendments have to be germane. And so we now have rules in in place that would never allow that terrible thing that happened to the American people to ever happen again. And that was our organizing principle. I don't think that weakens Speaker McCarthy. I think that strengthens his hand with McConnell and Schumer and Biden. So you and McCarthy are good now. You guys are bros well i don't know if i'm on his christmas card list but i i am he's the speaker long live the speaker and what i've seen during these first few days of his speakership yes. is is yes the commitments he made yeah you know he he has not uh, gone out there and and soft pedaled the, the january 6 release he yes. reaffirmed that commitment and that is to his great credit and as we've seen Committees uh, start to get populated. We are starting to see the commitments about having uh, conservative members, Freedom Caucus, Freedom Caucus aligned members in a position to continue to enforce what was required to get our spending and our fiscal house in order. So I'm very encouraged so far.
0: So you uh, obviously are a complete and total battle axe on these committees. Can you please refresh our audience as to which committees uh, you will be on? And then also your questioning of the FBI, their agents, your take, you going hard in the paint on January 6th. I mean, this stuff, I can tell you this, we track the numbers. This stuff flies. The American people want it. Uh, Will they be seeing more of it in 2023?
6: Yeah, I serve on the Judiciary Committee and the Armed Services Committee. I will continue my service on those committees. I sought no personal position of leadership. I don't expect one uh, because you're right. Where I am best in the game is when I've got the opportunity to ask tough questions, two witnesses with follow-ups to show the American people what's really going on. And there are a lot of members of Congress, I love them, who use their five minutes to give a four-minute and 30-second speech and then to ask a little baby question at the end. Uh, That's not how I use my time. And so in the Armed Services Committee, I'm going to be working on rooting out this wokeism in our military. Mm -hmm. As, As much as there's important work to do to make sure we hold the high ground against China, if we do not recruit the best, brightest, most patriotic Americans to military service, it's not going to matter what weapon systems we have. And if we drive out people who love our country, because we institute so many pronoun training courses, and we have to do like drag queen story hour on military bases, instead of enhancing capabilities, then this is going to be a very different country. And we're not going to be protected. And we're not going to be able to, um, to ensure that that Our culture is sustainable for future generations. So that's going to be my work on armed services. On the Judiciary Committee, we're going to have the Select Committee as a subcommittee housed within judiciary. We could be doing impeachments. I would not be surprised if there were articles of impeachment against Mayorkas for purposefully turning our border over to the traffickers and the cartels. And that is what is happening. I don't think you impeach people for incompetence we did that probably probably all we'd be doing but but when it is a purposeful effort to try to degrade our country i think that the the appropriate constitutional check on that is the impeachment power house in the house of representatives so uh, we'll be asking the tough questions there and we've got to stop this government from being weaponized against our people i mean mccarthy did not just talk about that in the generic when he gave his speech he singled out the fbi as a political organization that must be checked and i was thrilled to see him draw such a bead with particularity on that point.
0: Matt, a bit of a uh, esoteric question uh, as we close here, this interview, but I think a very important one. A lot of young men are looking for heroes. A lot of young men are looking for the fight. They're, of course, being emasculated. This is affecting our military, as you just talked about. Uh, They are being told that masculinity is a poison, uh, that testosterone is a poison, that standing up for yourself like you just did against unspeakable pressures i mean the pressures you were under was uh, i mean unlike virtually anything i've I've ever seen you could create a diamond with them uh it was and and you stood strong and you were rock ribbed and you were brass balled and you had gunpowder in your gut and a lot of young men see that and they're like i want that i want to be able to stand strong i want to be able to have constitution and an iron spine what's your advice to young men to go live a noble
6: and brave life Find a good woman. <laughs> hmm. That's what I, that's, I'm a way better man. Cause I, I have hmm. a wife because I am, uh, you know, in a, uh, in the type of arrangement that allows you to do your very best. Cause you have hmm. someone right there by your side doing their very best and inspiring you every day. So I think like, you know, true, like sustainable, uh, authentic relationships make us all stronger. And, you know, I knew that uh, whatever happened at work, when I got home, it was going to be my responsibility to do the dishes, take out the trash, and that my wife would, uh, would pour me a glass of wine or make me a margarita. And we'd, uh, we'd watch hoarders or something. How's <laughs> <laughs> that for an ending, you know, my guilty pleasure is watching hoarders. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> you did, t-
0: you did take out the trash. You literally took out the trash in our Congress and we really appreciate that. And thank you, Matt, for fighting.
6: Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. All right.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, how great is that, man? Matt Gates stopping by, talking about taking out the trash, doing the dishes when he gets home, having a glass of wine with his beautiful recent wife. They were recently married, new wine. Uh, such a wonderful thing to see. And it's, ama- it's amazing to see people who actually fight. Isn't it refreshing to see people who fight and who just call? Call out what this entire show is about, which is about a super government that exists above and outside of our democratic control. And Matt Gates went hard against what? The machine. I think it was far less about McCarthy. And let me tell you something. McCarthy is a nice dude, man to man. He's a nice guy. I was against McCarthy based on meritocracy. I, I don't think you should be able to lose so much and then still get rewarded with a position. And Matt Gates actually stood in the gap and fought for something. There's only so much you can do from inside of a studio in Tampa Bay but Matt Gates stood in the gap and literally fought for it and did it and it's wonderful to see. It was inspiring to see. And it's just an honor to call him a friend and it's nice to have him back on the show and we'll be doing a lot more of that. So please stay tuned. Somebody else who fights in the breach day and night is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was calling out was calling out how this is a setup against Joe Biden on his show last night. This was the entire A block. And we thought we'd touch on it just in order to reinforce the fact that they are getting rid of Joe Biden. That's what I believe is happening. Matt and A may disagree on this. They're getting rid of Joe Biden. Tucker Carlson saying that Democrats have the long knives out. And that's what this is all about. This is what they're going for. And Joe Biden is just seeing the business end of the real government. Watch.
5: If you're still wondering where there is an organized effort within the White House to hurt Joe Biden, all you need to know is this. His staff keeps putting him out there in public to talk, which, of course, he can't do. He can barely read a prepared statement. Notice they did not do that during the last presidential campaign in 2020 because they knew it wouldn't help and they wanted the White House. And it helps even less now. But they're doing it. Why are they doing that now? Well, here's a guess. Right after the midterm elections in November, Joe Biden made it clear he had no plans to step aside and make way for Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. I'm thinking of running again, he said, and he seemed to mean it. Oh, he shouldn't have said that. Next thing you know, he's got a special counsel crawling around his life, armed with subpoena power and a big staff and a big budget. Well, that's how things work in Washington, they'll tell you. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not unless you have no choice. If you're the president of the United States, a special counsel is the last thing you want. Why? Because you have no idea where that investigation will go. Ask Bill Clinton. He's still mad about it. And that's why there was no special counsel appointed when Hunter Biden's laptop proved that the Biden family was selling influence to the Chinese government. That's why no special counsel ever interviewed Tony Bobulinski, because that was all before Joe Biden suggested he might run again and thwart the ambitions of the next generation of Democratic candidates. So Joe Biden is in very serious trouble tonight.
0: If you want to know who a man is truly or a woman, You need to watch them in times of crisis, watch who they are inside of times of crisis. Do they cower? Do they turn into a fetal position or do they rush into the gap to help when you are inside of a a presidential administration? You're in crisis all the time. So the best way to tell if they are actually going to stage a coup d'etat against Joe Biden is to watch the person presumably closest to him, which would be Kamala Harris. So how is Kamala Harris behaving as Joe Biden's entire political future collapsed around him? Uh, Tucker had this to say about that exact fact.
5: It's hard not to think of Andrew Cuomo when you see what is happening to Joe Biden right now. Kamala Harris is certainly thinking about it. Harris was in a suspiciously good mood today. We know this because she was talking about electric school buses again. I love electric school buses, she raved. I just love them for so many reasons. Maybe because I went to school on a school bus. Raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus. Harris was grinning the whole time. And why wouldn't she be grinning? That senile white guy who claims to be her boss is finally going down, 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 down.
0: It's a happy day at Kamala Harris's house. Happy day indeed. Let's go check in on Kamala Harris. Exactly. We pulled the clips. What was she doing yesterday? Uh, Kamala Harris, according to Fox News. Kamala Harris mocked for repeating several word salads during climate crisis talk. What TF is her deal? What the F is her deal? (laughs) Oh, it's so macabre. It's like a Shakespearean play, really. The king is the king. The old doddering king has no idea how many long knives are out for him inside of his own. Regime inside of his own regal staff, president, uh, vice president, Kamala Harris, LOL, uh, gave a sent a, a series of familiar word salads and comments during her latest appearance in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, Kamala was traveling. Kamala Harris was joined by Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm, boss ladies, two boss ladies together at the University of Michigan. Professor Kyle White, University's uh, Rackham Auditorium to discuss further efforts to combat climate crisis. However, over the discussion, Harris made several statements which triggered memories for many Twitter users. Here's Kamala Harris on Venn Diagrams.
4: Think of the movement through the lens of something I love, which is to always think about complex issues through the the, the frame of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. I love, (laughs) I do. I love Venn diagrams. So what I'm saying is nerdy. I'm just saying. (laughs) So the three circles and you can do more. Nobody says a Venn diagram has to only be three circles. Right. And, and the intersection then, right. In terms of also movements.
0: Remember, this is while the president with whom she presumably metaphorically, constitutionally serves with, is literally having his life destroyed. Kamala Harris is cackling about school buses. Watch.
4: But among the many things, I'm excited about electric school buses. I love electric school buses. I just love them for so many reasons, maybe because I went to school on a school bus. Hey, raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus, right? Um.
0: Yikes. What would happen if you were in the middle of a war and the person who's supposed to be your bodyguard, the person who's supposed to jump and take the bullet for you, right? That's what a vice president's <laughs> job is, right? Right. You watch Mike Pence do this a lot for Donald Trump. Now, of course, you may hate or love Mike. I don't know. I don't know. Mike Pence, uh, very, very cautious character inside of the GOP right now. However, uh, you know, before January 6th, Mike Pence was the body man for Donald Trump. When Donald Trump was was in it, Mike Pence would like come out and would like say what an incredible man he is. And when they were in the fray, Mike Pence was there fighting. Okay. That happened a lot. Now, a lot of people can make a lot of different decisions. And now it turns out that Mike Pence will probably be running against Donald Trump for president. But nonetheless, your job as a vice president is to literally toss yourself in front of the train, the dumpster fire, the bullet for the president. That's your that's your job. Not to cackle about the Caribbean in the Western Hemisphere while the president is literally being crucified back in Washington. Watch.
4: I convened and I've convened now at least three times uh, a group that has their acronym CARICOM. It is the Caribbean nations, island nations in the Western Hemisphere. That is where the Caribbean is. We are also in the Western Hemisphere. They are our neighbors.
0: In case you wonder if there is actually a super government over our government. Remind yourself that Kamala Harris was elected to many high offices, that person, that person had the IQ to get elected to many high offices in case you're in in case you're you need to be further convinced that democracy is just an illusion and that these people are just utter frauds and they just need placated Muppet morons to babble. And it doesn't really matter who holds these offices uh, that there. There's your there's your case. I'm not arguing against not voting. You need we need to understand just who's in charge and we need to destroy that entity. I mean, that is all the more reason to vote, actually, because these people are, are truly evil. They put they put people in charge like Kamala Harris. I promise you this. The last one we'll play, we'll play it with a cringe alert because this is the cringiest one yet. Again, while Joe Biden is crucified and on fire in Washington, D.C., Kamala Harris is cringe alert, word salading and giggling.
4: I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum, inspired by, yes, optimism, inspired by a crisis, no doubt, um, but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. And that's critically
0: important. I'm done. I just, I have. I have no more reason to live. We must just abandon all hope. I'm just kidding. Don't abandon all hope. Don't do it. Please understand what you're fighting against. And that's what's the most important here. You understand. You have to understand what you're fighting against. What you're fighting against is a wholly undemocratic, unelected body of individuals who oversee and control the fake republic that you think you have a say in. And those people are pushing out to Joe Biden right now. That's what they're doing. And they treat Joe Biden the same way they treat Donald Trump because they have disdain for you. Understand the true enemy of these people is you, the American people. And that is why I'm very proud to bring you a little bit of happy news, as we always do at the end of uh, our shows on Friday. More Republicans, identi- more Americans identify as Republicans than Democrats. Very nice. Very, very nice. The, uh, the actual incidence of people self-identifying as Republicans and registering as Republicans is on a sharp increase. Whereas people are pretty ashamed to be Democrats actually around the country, and they have good right to be. These are bad, bad demographic spirals for the Democrats. Nobody ever talks about it. For the first time in decades, more people identify as Republicans and Democrats, striking change that bolsters polls showing the United States is moderate conservative nation. In the latest massive Gallup survey of 10,000 adults, by the way, by survey standards, that's a huge, very expensive survey. 45% identified as Republicans, 44% Democrats, teeny edge for sure. This is the first time since the GOP has had a lead since George H.W. Bush back in the 80s. Virtual tie and party identification leaning represents better outcomes for the Republican Party. However, uh, when the choice of independence is thrown in, more adults picked that label. Okay, well, that's... Very important to know. In 2019, identification of independence has grown and reached levels not seen before. Now political independence, 41%, outnumber Republicans and Democrats. Hmm. Well, that's a good piece of data to indicate that both institutional establishments of both parties are garbage. And that nobody likes the uniparty. The uniparty is not what people want. People want sentient, responsible, actual, governance that makes your life better you know like we have here in Florida that survey also revealed that Democrats are more liberal than ever after hovering above near 50 percent uh 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 50 percent in recent years percentage of Democrats who identify as politically liberal rose four percentage points in 2022 54 percent new high for this group said Gallup so yeah that I mean the the the, the, the left is careening over a cliff the left is like just flying like a train on flames over a cliff, Thelma and Louise. Uh, and the right has for itself the most conservative Congress in American history and is the people's decision, in fact, our only way to hold in check the Biden regime. And that's what the American people wanted. The trends are on our side. The principles are on our side. The enemy must be seen clearly, not someone, not somebody who votes blue or somebody who has like stupid Hillary Clinton sticker on the back of their car. No, no, no. The enemy is the wholly unelected Borg that sits above our government and influences policies. Why are so many Republicans go, like going all in for Ukraine? Ask yourself that question. Makes a lot of sense. Why were the Republicans in Arizona, the Republican leaders of the state houses who could have passed election integrity bills to prevent what we saw happening? many, many days of counting, untold numbers of malfunctions. They could have passed election integrity bills like they had in Florida and prevented that from happening. But the guy who was in charge of the House, the Republican, well, that guy refused to do it. And you know that guy? His name's Rusty Boyers. You know where he was this week? Getting an award from Joe Biden at the White House. True fact. Look it up. So that's what people are sick of. People are sick of a wholly unelected superstate. That does not care about you. And that's what we fight for here. We like, yo, I am like a dad. You can check it on social media. I got my kids. I got my family. Pretty simple guy. And that's what I fight for God, family, country. That's what we fight for on this show. Very simple. We'll give you it through the lens of that. And we'll always try and give you the good news. We'll always try and have a little bit of a, a little bit of a salt, have a little fun, throw some punches, and go on offense all the time because people need fighters. You need people to stand up for you. And so that's what we do here. And we're so honored to be able to do it. And we thank all of you for watching, setting record viewership week after week after week, starting in 2023. And baby, we we ain't even got started yet. Wait till you see what we're about to do in 2023 and 2024. Wait till you see what we're about to what we're about to uh expand and blow your minds. So please subscribe to the show, click like, ring the bell, uh, and watch along. Blow up that comment section. And uh, continue, ladies and gentlemen, along this journey with us. We will take you with us. Everywhere we go, we're filming. We're going to take you with us. You're going to see how the sausage is made. You're going to see how your country is about to be saved. It's going to be a hell of a ride. And ladies and gentlemen, we're just getting started. So thank you so much for watching. My name is Benny Johnson. This has been the Benny Show. God bless you. Have an amazing weekend. See ya.